Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And also, today's episode is presented to you by Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. We'll get into them a little bit later. But you know what? You know what? I'm feeling frisky. Meow. 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 That's my cat, and I'm frisky. I know. I just made you all purry inside. I don't know what that means. I feel like I meant to say something else, but then I just blurted out diarrhea out of my mouth. It just exploded. <laughs> That's a wonderful image, Scott. But you know what uh, What we do need to go into? Oh boy, let's just stop the bleeding. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now... Here are the headlines. I don't know what that was. I apologize. Uh, Real quick, a 30-year-old couple named Alexander and Rachel, they're from Florida. They have three children together, a 7-year-old son, a 6-year-old daughter, and a 2-year-old boy. Why do you care? Well, apparently, during the the time... um, you know, that they were, she was pregnant and all that stuff. He started being breastfed by his wife, and now they just make it a regular habit. And they're, they've been doing this for about two to three years. Now, Rachel, the wife, said it started when they were on a cruise. She said, I was fully breastfeeding my daughter, but the cruise was child-free. So when I realized, oh, no, I forgot my breast pump, I don't know how many times I've done that. I'll be like, oh, honey, we're out and about. I forgot my breast pump. <laughs> anyway, um, she said she went three days with engorged breasts. And she said, I was scared out of my mind to get mast- mastitis. <laughs> I don't know how to say it. <laughs> mastitis, uh, which is an infection of the breast if you don't pump on a regular basis. And so she just said, you know what? She talked to her family, and they suggested, why don't you just drink the milk and just then enjoy your trip? And at the, at the time, we thought it was funny, she said. But it ended up, you know, it'll be something that we do. He enjoyed the milk, and we went from there. Alexander said he drank from his wife's breast because that was the best way for it to come out and explained that it felt good while he was drinking describing it as a vibe. He said it tasted sweeter than cow's milk and described it as just a wonderful, just wonderful to me, comparing it to a thin almond milk type sweet deal and prefers his wife's milk over anything else. Despite what some people think, the couple are adamant that it's not a kink. Like, um, you know, give me those titties so I can drink some milk and then let's go make love. Yes, apparently that's not the thing. So, I know it's just weird. And it would be odd to go hang out at their their house. Imagine, like, having, like, uh, you know, you go over there, you end up crashing because they have a party, wake up the next morning, grab a cup of milk, they don't have any creamer, and you're like, ah, we need some creamer. And she's like, oh, don't worry. <laughs> I, I know it's a bad... <laughs> I'm being immature when I go through this. I get it. I get it. But that would be hilarious. She's like, weak, 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 weak. Uh, two cups at what time? 
Who's going to get milk first? Ah! <laughs> it's, I know that we all kind of judge this and go, that would be weird. Because it would be weird. Because it's not normal. That's not the norm. But depending on what study you look at, humans drinking cow milk is either good or bad for you. You know, it depends. If it's a, a government-funded, backed in any way study, it will say cow milk is good for you. If it's an independent study, it tends to lean towards it's not that great for you to the extreme of it's horrible for you. So, so it, I, I mean, pick your study. It, good luck. I don't like cow's milk. That being said, I've never tried uh, uh, human milk, not since I was a baby. Okay. So anyway, what are you doing later? <laughs> My wife's like, excuse me? Excuse? I'm just kidding. Um, uh, Jesus. <laughs> I... I hate cow's milk. I think cow's milk is disgusting. Not a huge fan of it. Apparently, sheep, goat, and yak milks contain about the same, if not more, calcium than cow's milk. The amount of protein and carbohydrate are about the same. They all contain some lactose, but less than found in cow's milk. So those, the sheep, goat, and yak, may be easier to digest for people with lactose sensitivity, which is a ton of people out there. What do you think about this? It's bizarre, but to be honest, it's more natural than drinking a cow's milk. I don't know. I It would be weird. It would be. But... What's funny is I'm reading this article and they seem so fucking happy. And they're like, it just, it, it, it's like, it's intimate without being sexual. And, and I know that's kind of hard to imagine, but they, they seem happy. They seem happy. If you were hanging out with somebody and you're like, God, I'm thirsty. And you're and there's a lady there who's pregnant, and she's like, "Uh, I can help you out." And you're like, "Oh, you got something in there? Yeah, I got my titty. You want to, you know, take a swig?" And be like, nah, "You know what? I'm good. I'm good." The husband's like, "No, you got to try it. It's great. She's on an amazing diet. Diet, and it's got a hint of, you know, it's almost like lavender and pineapple all mixed into one. It's fantastic." It'll change your life, I tell you what. Go ahead, suck on my wife's titty. I mm, I know I'm saying titty a lot, and I, I apologize if that uh, that really offends you. But I'm not going to stop saying titty, okay? Got a lot of new listeners. They need to know that I'm not afraid to say what I need to say. I don't know. It, it's, it's fascinating. Because uh, my initial response to this story was very judgy but then the more i think about it is like does is it really that bad of a thing it's not normal for our society to embrace that but it's it's coming from a human 
it it actually makes more sense than some bovine that you don't even know where it's been. We got to be honest, okay? Don't know. I don't know. Let me know your thoughts on that. DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com. I'd like to know. It, what, what do you think? If you're a doctor, first of all, why are you listening to this show? <laughs> but if, if you're a nutritionist or a doctor, let me know your thoughts on that. You can stay anonymous if you want. I'm fine with that. DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com. Or hit me up on my socials, at DeHuffPodcast. Do you think this is wrong for him to do? They're both happy. And they're not hurting anybody. So that's a big, you know, thumbs up. But what do you think? Like I said, depending on what study you you Google and look up, they're going to say it's either, you know, cow's milk is either good for you, really good for you, or it's bad for you, or it's really bad for you. So you got a, a lot of different directions you can go depending on what study. So it's very interesting. Uh, this is annoying, and I know it doesn't speak for all Gen Zers out there, but it just gives you guys a bad name. A Gen Z new trend. They're calling it silent walking. Guess what silent walking is? It's their new thing that they discovered. It's going for a walk without phones or without listening to music, podcasts, or any sort of technological devices or distractions. <laughs> That's so dumb. Really? A podcaster named Mandy uh, Mayo, she takes credit for unintentionally starting a movement that she promises it will change your life. Really? It's called being a human being. You don't need a device attached to you. Unless you're listening to this show, then I suggest fuck silent walking and listen to this podcast. <laughs> Come on, man. But that being said, as much, again, like this is a very judgy and then makes you think type of episode. I get what they're doing, though. It does make sense. Because Gen Z has grown up with technology a lot differently than everybody else before them. So it, it does make sense. You got to kind of remind people you don't need to be with your phone all the time. It's very weird. Have you ever gone somewhere? Maybe you're running to the store or something and you forget your phone at home and you're like, shit, it doesn't make sense to go back home. I'll just continue to go to the store or wherever I'm going without it. It's freaking weird. Me, I'm kind I'm very reliant on my phone due to the industry I'm in. I'm constantly looking for stories for the show. I'm constantly promoting the show. Right? And especially when I was a producer in sports talk radio. I would constantly have to have my phone with me in case somebody calls me or in case there was breaking news. And I still rely on the if there's breaking news that I will have to make some sort of statement on it because that's the industry I'm in. So I'm constantly looking for my phone, making sure I have it. 
and I've been in that world for a, a long time. So to go without it, it is pretty weird. And, you know, I feel naked when I don't have it. And nobody wants to see me naked, okay? Nobody. Okay? We don't need that. But the idea of detaching yourself from technology for a 5 to 10 minute walk on a daily basis, that's not a bad thing. Maybe longer. It's good for us to be detached from it. So as much as I want to make fun of uh, this podcaster, Mandy uh, Mayo, I mean, she's, she's kind of doing a smart thing by saying, telling people, as silly as it sounds, to go, hey, put everything down and then just go for a walk. It's called silent walking. It's not a new trend. People do it all the fucking time. But for Gen Z, this is just like this groundbreaking thing. Hey, guys, I don't know if you know this, but we don't have to have our phones on us all the time. We can set it down and go outside. What do you mean, Kyle? We could go outside and, you know, walk around without our uh, without our cell phones? Oh, my God, Kyle, what are you talking about? Shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> yeah. It, some people will be upset about this as far as the Gen Zers. Like, no, I'm not going to risk it. I can't risk it. I don't want to go outside without my cell phone. I got to be listening to some music or a podcast or, or, or something. How many people do you see on a regular basis? And I'm, I'm just as guilty as, you know, the next person. You know, you're walking around and you have your phone in your hand. It, it isn't a is an extension of me. Have you ever looked at your phone? Your phone will tell you how much screen time you do on a daily basis. It'll tell my phone will tell me be like, "Hey, FY essentially FYI, yesterday you were on your phone an hour more, an hour and so so minutes more than the previous day or you were on it less yesterday than blah blah blah." It's kind of disgusting when you look at it. Now, some people are a lot worse than others. I used to work with a guy named Mike Evans who is great about putting his phone down and not being distracted by it and living in the moment. We went to my son's baseball game on Sunday. My wife recorded my son getting on base, but she didn't. I was giving her grief. I was like, why'd you hit the recording before he officially got on base? She's like, because I wanted to be more in the moment. She's like, I got the hit, but then I wanted to look and see what he did. I'm like, well, you could have just like kept the phone in the same spot and then just moved your eyes. I'm just saying you could have done both. It's called multitasking. Jeez, boy, do I need to have to mansplain that to you? <laughs> Uh, <laughs> she'll be like, excuse me, excuse me. Like, I'm joking. I swear to God. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh God. I'm so frightened of her. But it, it, it is a big problem with Gen Z and, and a lot of people around that generation of not living in the moment. You're, you're living through your device. I, I, I try to get better at it, especially as my, you know, you, like there's times where 
I remember growing, uh, as the kids were growing up, they were a lot younger and they're, you're constantly having the camera on them. So, cause you don't want to miss their first, whatever it is, steps or whatever. But then you realize you're witnessing these moments through a device instead of just going, let's just be here. And there was times where it was hard to detach from that because you want to, especially as a new parent, when you, when you have your first kid, you want everybody you know to see it. And that's the bad thing about social media is when you have a, a kid, you, you tend to overpost, especially your first kid. Second kid, not as much. <laughs> not as much. Third kid, forget about it. I only have two. Because, God, the social media, uh, you know, desire just goes down the crapper once you have the third one. So what's the point? <laughs> That's messed up. You, you will notice that, though. When people have their first kid, it's just, like, constant. Like, oh, my gosh, he's eating solid foods now. Oh, he just said this. And it's like, nya, 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 nya. Oh, he's saying mama. No, he's not. No, he's not. He's saying, nya, 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 nya. <laughs> he's mocking you. That's what he's doing. He's like, look at me. I'm saying mama, mama. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I want to make fun of it, but ultimately it's just, I mean, she's kind of, it, it's kind of one of those things where, you're kind, she's kind of helping Gen Z realize that they, they have an addiction to technology. And while I think it's funny that they're, they're acting like that they, they're coming up with this, yeah, just let them, do, let them think that. That's fine. Let them think that they discovered this new thing where you can just go outside and walk around without technology. Let them think that. If that improves their life and improves them being around you, that's great. I don't know how many times I've seen people like walk into a street and they're not even looking. There was a kid the other day in our uh, neighborhood and I'm on the, the busy street and I'm driving and the kid's wearing earbuds. So he's listening to music and he, this is what really fucking pisses me off. And the, my kids were in the car. So thankfully they saw this, this kid's about maybe 12 years old. He rides his bike straight across the street. Meanwhile, like, say, 50 feet down the road, there's a crosswalk where he could have gone, and it definitely wouldn't have been a problem. But he just decides to go across the street to get to the other side, doesn't bother to look to his right, because I was driving uh, headed towards him, doesn't even bother to look, and he just goes. And he is right in front of my car before he gets in front of my car. I lay on my horn and I, I really laid on it and he doesn't even flinch. The music must've been so fucking loud in his ear that he was oblivious to what was going on. And then I'm still like laying on the horn. And then eventually he's on the other side of the road on the sidewalk. And we're all four of us in the car are staring at him like, you fucking idiot. You almost got ran over and you're oblivious. And he's just like smiling like, hey, why are these people staring at me? That's weird. <laughs> like he was oblivious to it. 
Like, dude, you almost became a fucking pancake. My God. So technology, we do need to do that a little bit more as a whole because it is a problem. So let them let them think and embrace silent walking. I get it. It ultimately, I think it's a be- it's good for them. Let them have it. Just let them have it. It's annoying that they're acting like it's that they discovered the fucking moon, <laughs> but just let them go. Let it ha- let it happen. A teacher was fired after posting a video about farting on students. Stephen Taylor was working at Ols Mill Creek Campus in Kansas. Big shocker, he's in Kansas. Those people are weird out there. He said, I crop dust them all the time. (laughs) I save up big, milky, lactose intolerant farts and drop bombs silently because I'm an adult and I know my body. And then I just let it stew. He added, I then walk away and go, oh my God, it stinks over there. And then they have to sit with it. And he posted videos about this, and it was on TikTok, and he got fired for it because they found it. The school found out about it, and they're like, you can't be doing this. That's disgusting. I, Part of me, and, and it's funny because he went on TikTok, and he's just like, this school is just so old. They, they're not aware of how society works now with young kids and, you know, social media like TikTok and stuff like that. So he's trying to play the victim, be like, oh, I don't, doesn't make sense. Why would you fire me? I'm just farting on people. You're a teacher. You're supposed to be a little bit more respectable than that. While it is slightly funny, it would fucking piss me off if my teacher kept walking by and, like he said, laying down some nasty lactose intolerant farts. Like, that's not why I go to school, to be giggling about farts. Ultimately, you go there to learn. And that's more of a distraction. I don't know what his, his, you know, I'm guessing he wasn't like a specialty teacher. Not that it matters, but it's like, I mean, if you're leading a class, I mean, ultimately, I mean, you're just acting like, a child is it the end of the world no is it gross yes is it a distraction yes is it beneficial to them learning no <laughs> so don't be farting on your your students it's that should that's like one of those things where imagine he gets called into the principal's office and they're like so we saw a video where you are farting on the st- students tell us about that well i just think it's hilarious and they think it's funny too because i just walked by and just let out these nasty horrible you know smells like rotten eggs out of my can uh let them out and just let them stew in it it's hilarious i laugh my butt off some of them laugh too yeah yeah how do you think that helps your kids learn because <laughs> Because farts are funny. <laughs> no, they're they're not that funny. They're not like this magical elixir that comes out of your, your anus that makes you learn better. <laughs> like, you know what this class needs? Their grades are down. 
shit, what do we need to do? I know what I need to do. I need to drink a gallon of milk, you know, eat a tub of ice cream, and then tomorrow morning, I'm going in there, and I'm going to let loose. It's not going to help, guys. It's so stupid. So dumb. I don't know what I would do if if my kids came up to me and they're like, hey, my teacher so-and-so, most likely it's going to be a guy because we're immature bastards. And they're like, Mr. So-and-so, uh, you know, is constantly farting in class. And they're it's not like loud ones that are just, you know, they don't smell. They're like super disgusting ones. Be like, really? <laughs> I don't even know what to say. How do you discipline people? Like I said, with the principal, it's like, could you imagine? Be like, I can't believe we're having this discussion, but please stop farting on the students. It's just bizarre. Imagine you did that in your workplace. Oh, God, that would not fly. <laughs> that would not fly. Imagine that. That would be embarrassing. Scott, we need to see you in the office. Hey, what's what's going on? Uh, we're getting a lot of complaints. i got to be honest. That's why you're in here. Oh, complaints about what? Apparently, you like to f- release your flatulence onto your fellow coworkers. Should I not do that? No, no, you shouldn't. I This guy got fired, and he has about a dozen offers, allegedly, to teach at other schools. And here's what's funny. He's going to get another job eventually, and he's going to continue to do this. I just think it's, it's, does that make him a bad person? No. Does it make him a bad teacher? No. I mean, it doesn't mean that he's, not educating the students on other things. It's just, I, I just, uh, I, why? <laughs> why? Farts can be funny. Yes, they can be. When you're with your friends, not with your students. You got to be the mature adult. If you're going around farting everywhere and farting on your students, guess what? Ultimately, they don't respect you as an authority. They Look at you as a, a a mental equal, a a maturity equal. So I think it's doing more harm than he realizes. He's gonna come out there on TikTok and get all all his student type, uh, you know, maturity level individuals supporting him. But I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I mean. I could just imagine my son's like, hey, so-and-so keeps farting on me. Who's that? The, the teacher. What? Then you have to go be like, can you stop farting on my son, please? Jesus. <laughs> I'd be so pissed. Like, gee, I shouldn't have this conversation with you. You went to college. You should know not a good thing. Don't fart on students. So dumb. You know what's a good thing to do? And it has a good aroma? Sugar fire in Westminster. <laughs> you open that door to sugar fire in Westminster, and you're going to get hit with a beautiful aroma of smoked meats. Oh, I'd even open the door yesterday when I showed up. Uh, or not yesterday. It was the day before. And I, I, as I'm walking up, I could smell it. Oh, it's so beautiful. Just the smoked meats is great. Sugar Fire in Westminster, 
It's an amazing barbecue place off 104, 144th and Orchard Parkway in Westminster, like I said, just east of Huron. It's St. Louis-style barbecue. They got baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, turkey, burgers, all of it prepared to perfection. Every single Monday night, I'm out there during the football season hanging out with you from 6 to 8, and they got amazing specials on their cocktails, $2 pints of Coors Light, and just amazing food. So you got to go in there and check it out. They got an indoor, outdoor bar. So if the weather's nice, you can hang out outside and watch the game, or you can just hang out inside and watch the game. It's a lot of fun, great atmosphere, and it's really fun for the kids to go out there. So it's family-friendly. It's a great place for date night. And, you know, they even do catering. Like, there's somebody, uh, they're catering this Sunday against, it's for the Broncos-Packers game. They're actually catering a tailgate party at the stadium, in the parking lot. It's really freaking cool. So they're just going to go deliver a bunch of food. And I don't know who's over there, whoever's doing this, but I didn't get the invite. Come on, man, send me out there. I think that would be great. Oh, man, I love Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. So you got to check them out. Follow them on social media, at Sugar Fire Westie. They're always posting their daily specials, and they're amazing. They're amazing. Chef Clint is a classically trained chef. So when he makes something, he makes sure it it's not just presentable, like it looks good, but it's going to make your eyes roll in the back of your head taste good. So you got to check him out. Again, follow him on social media at Sugarfire Westy. Sugarfire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. So somebody said I saw this and it must be on um what is that? Reddit. Reddit. Somebody said their friend is charging $18 to attend their gender reveal party. And then they asked, are they wrong for doing that? And my simple response to that is, yes, it's wrong. Nobody cares about your gender reveal party. Nobody. Other than the grandparents. But guess what? They're going to be just as excited if you say, hey, it's a girl or hey, it's a boy. You don't need a fucking party for that. That's about you. That's not about the kid. You just want people to gather around and give you fucking presents. And then guess what? You're going to also have a baby shower. You greedy fucking bitches. I hate that. Gender reveal parties just annoy the hell out of me. Nobody goes... Nobody's sitting there going, oh, my God, I I hope they have a party for the gender reveal. No, no. This is what actually happens when somebody says, hey, did you see Doug and Carol are having a baby? Oh, nice. Do Do they know if it's a boy or a girl? And then they're like, yeah, I think it's a girl. And then the dude or the lady respond with, oh, that's cool. That's cute. Nobody gives a fuck. (laughs) Nobody. Hey, let's throw a party and then we'll have uh, pink dust fly in the air or, or blue dust. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You care. That's it. All that is is, hey, everybody, look at us. Look at us. Can't stand it. Have you had a, have you done it? Have you done a gender reveal party? Be honest. 
Or have you gone to one? What are your thoughts on it? Am I just being a dick? Because that's that's a great possibility. Let's be honest. It's a huge possibility. Because <laughs> I am one. I am a giant prick who doesn't think that you need to have a celebration to say it's a boy or a girl. Because it's just like, oh, that's great. They're having a boy. They're having a girl. We have two kids. Never even thought about doing a gender reveal party. Now, that being said, they're adopted. So it's a little bit different. But, I mean, come on. I ju it just doesn't seem like that, that's a necessary thing. I don't know. I, I, again, I'm probably just being a dick. Okay? Oh, man. <laughs> Oh, you know what we need to do right now? We need to jump into the mailbag. Mailbag. You've got mail. <laughs> this comes in from Ryan. He said, hey, is the biggest mistake in Broncos history not hiring Kyle Shanahan? Because I think it is. Joe Ellis screwed the Broncos again by not bringing back Mike the following year. Mike Shanahan. Here's what I'll tell you on everything I've heard from people that are very close to the organization. You're right. Joe Ellis is the one that is to blame on that. Apparently, he had a beef, allegedly. Okay? I'm saying this is what I've heard. Is it 100% fact? No. But it's from reliable sources. That he had a beef with Mike Shanahan, and he couldn't get over it. So when Kyle Shanahan was available, he didn't want to touch him. And then when Mike Shanahan had interest and allegedly John Elway wanted to bring Mike Shanahan back, that allegedly Joe Ellis was just like, no, no, not gonna. Is that 100% fact? Don't know. But again, like I said, and I'm not going to reveal my sources because I wouldn't do that to anybody. But that's what I've heard, and I trust what they say. I mean, yeah, they, they fucked up pretty bad. Look at the 49ers. Yeah, they lost the other day to the Browns, but ultimately, would you not rather be in the position of the San Francisco 49ers than be in the position, the current position of the Denver Broncos? Yeah, I'd rather be... In that position, the Bron the Broncos are terrible, and the 49ers have a lot of greatness on their team. A lot. Doesn't mean that the Broncos won't be there in like two, three years. But right now, it's a terrible situation. Terrible. So yeah, Ryan, it was one of the biggest mistakes in Broncos history. It is. I mean, you got to get over your fucking egos, people. And and I guess that's just when you're in the seat of power, that shit, those moments are going to present themselves to you. You don't hire somebody. You don't go with somebody because you can't fucking stand them because one reason or another. It happens all the time in business. They looked at me funny. <laughs> don't like them. I swear that's the guy that cut me off on the road and he's a dick or he tried to hit on my wife or blah, blah, blah. He, he made this decision without talking to me the last time we worked or some stupid shit like that. 
it is what it is. There's nothing you can do about it. Hindsight, yeah, it's always 2020. But as as annoying as that is, you can't you can't keep looking back on it. I know I know you're not like living in the past, but it is interesting to to look back on because if you if you take Kyle Shanahan and put him with the Denver Broncos, what is the state of the Denver Broncos now? Well, it's going to be completely different, that's for sure. What's it like? Well, you can't really tell. But it is fun to fantasize about and go, wow, I imagine they'd be on the same level as the Denver Broncos, right? Or, excuse me, as the 49ers are right now, where they're they're successful. They're being talked about as a legitimate contender for not just the playoffs, but for the championship games and making it to the Super Bowl. So right now the Broncos are living in a in a dark place. They are. And hopefully Sean Payton is the right answer. He just has this season in front of him right now where he's got to deal with what he's got to deal with and until the offseason is here He's got to make do with what he's got, but come the offseason, he's going to strip everything down to the studs and rebuild it to his liking and what he believes will be a contender. It's just going to be a tough year. I don't foresee the Broncos turning things around this season. I would love for it to happen. just don't see it. I want to be wrong. I do. I do. Like somehow somebody sprinkles magic dust on top of the Denver Broncos franchise and all of a sudden they're like, they play well. They all pull their heads out of their ass and start playing like a real fucking team. You don't have a bunch of me guys. You got a bunch of we guys and they go out there and and they start dominating. It's fun to think about. Just not logical. Not logical. But anyway. If you want to join the podcast, I love it when you do. You can be like Ryan and hit me up on social media at DeHuff Podcast, or you can hit me up on my email, DeHuffPodcast at gmail.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate it. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster. Just amazing people over there. Amazing product. Go check them out, whether it's on Monday nights when I'm out there from 6 to 8, or any other time of the week, uh, they're 144th and Orchard Parkway, so just west of I-25 or just east of Huron, and they're going to be on the south side of 144th. Just amazing, amazing barbecue. It's to Huff Uncensored. I really appreciate each and every one of you that listened. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.